All right, folks, hockey fans in the desert southwest, it's another podcast. It's podcast number two of the 2018 Desert Hockey Classic. We're here at Gila River Arena. Today is preview day, folks. We had a chance to see all four of the teams. We saw ASU actually last night at Oceanside. Had a chance to see UMD, Clarkson, and uh, Minnesota State all practice. I got my my co-host with me. I got Paul Hornstein sitting in again for Tom Callahan and and. First of all, Paul, I'm glad that you were able to make a trip out here because we had a New York team come out here, and I needed some New York connections. What do you think? <laughs> well, it's funny because I'm listening to them as we ask the questions. What was your trip like to get out here? And, and I'm sitting there, well, you know, it's, it was, it's really cold there, and I'm, like, and I'm trying to say to myself, yeah, I know, I was there, but, you know, that's not there. Any, how, why would they know, and how would they know? Right. Um, uh, we, uh, like I said, I was promised 75 degrees, too, and I haven't seen it, so... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to have to talk to the management and see about getting a, a refund or something. Governor Ducey, are you listening? Uh, <laughs> as, we, as we sit here at Gila River and we, uh, we talk, we've got some great previews coming up. So bear with us. Stick with us for the whole, whole broadcast because you're going to see all four coaches. You're going to see several captains of each team. You're going to see all four of probably the best goaltenders in uh, college hockey right now all at one place right here at Gila River Arena. Uh, before we uh, throw it into our first interviews with the, uh, the guys from Minnesota Duluth, let's talk a little bit about some of our sponsors. We've got, we've got a group of them. We'll start with our presenting sponsor, of course, is uh, the College Bar and Grill. College Bar and Grill, ASU owned and operated at 502 South College Avenue. Uh, it's a beautiful location. We were there last night. Um, none of that stuff, that any of that stuff in that building was there when I was here 20-plus years ago. And it was really a tremendous place. It's beautiful. Go. The food is delicious. You'll love it. And then, of course, we've got our uh, other sponsors that have jumped on board to help us make this presentation, which is a long one. It's a whole weekend, six podcasts. So go ahead and throw out the rest of the names of uh, everybody that jumped on board to help us out. All right. Well, Behind the Mask uh, with three locations in Scottsdale, Gilbert, and Peoria. Now, it caters to the goalies all over the valley, but... You get the rest of your hockey needs taken care of there as well. Uh, these podcasts are also brought to you by OxyPow, uh, Super Embroidery and Screen Printing, Peoria Ford, the Kozak Cut Goalie Stick, uh, Lift, and the Devil's Hockey Shop at Oceanside Arena. So we've got a group of sponsors. We've got a group of hockey players. We've got a group of coaches. All we need now are fans, correct? Uh, well, hopefully they'll be here tomorrow for those first games because – there are going to be four really good games in this tournament, regardless of who you root for. If you're a hockey fan, you've got uh, Minnesota State and Duluth in that first game. Uh, both of those teams, for the most part during the season, were ranked in the top five, uh, even though uh, Minnesota State got beat in a couple of games this past uh, their past series by Bowling Green. So they dropped down a little bit. ASU was ranked as high as they've ever been ranked at 13 in the four short years of the program are actually three and a half at this point right uh and clarkson's also in the top 20 so you're getting four good teams four excellent goalies and you're going to see four excellent hockey games and i can't wait well let's throw it back we're going to uh come back right in a few minutes and we're going to uh visit with the uh, folks from the university of minnesota duluth all right Behind the Mask Hockey Shop, celebrating 25 years of exceptional service to the Arizona hockey community. Offering the top brands and an educated staff of hockey players to help you choose the right gear for you. Visit any one of our three Valley locations or check us out online at BehindTheMask.com. 
And we're back with another edition of College Hockey Southwest Weekly and our coverage of the 2018 Desert Classic. We're here with Nico Sturm, one of the captains of the Clarkson Golden Knights, who had a bit of a trip on uh, the way to get here to Arizona. Uh, so what was that trip like to come from Germany so quickly here to Arizona? Um, I, I thankfully I had my parents traveling with me. It was it was good to be back home for a Christmas break and spend some quality time with you know with your loved ones. And then uh, the trip, you know, it's a it's a little bit of uh, of a hike, I would say. But um, you know, after that, it's just about recovering the rest of the week and getting ready for the weekend. When you signed to play Clarkson, did you think this would be a place you'd end up playing a hockey game? Um, it, it's different for sure, um, but it's exciting, you know, it's, that's the exciting part about hockey for me is, you know, seeing a lot of different places, and I mean, I've been to a lot of different places throughout my junior hockey career, and now with college hockey, just seeing all, you know, the different corners of the hockey world, it's, it's very interesting. Um, I don't, have you ever experienced a, a situation where you have a really long break, because you guys haven't played for a few weeks, and then you had to make this really long trip, did you guys as captains, uh, get together and discuss how the team has to prepare for this? Yeah, I mean, you really only have it before Christmas break, right? Um, so really, we, we just have the experiences from freshman year and sophomore year. And uh, yeah, we got uh, together before we left for break and we met individually and as a group and, and with captains and coaches. And we discussed, you know, that um, those next three games that we have are all out-of-conference games and they're the last uh, out-of-conference games for us as a team and they're huge for us if we look at the, uh, the pairwise rankings. So um, you know, we can't come in here on Friday and we need a period or two to adjust. We got to be ready uh, from the get-go from the puck drop here. Um, as you get ready for uh, these two matchups, uh, do you have to uh, look at, at these games as a situation where, because um, you guys have a conference tournament at the end of the season as well, so you guys have another chance. Um, does that change the way you think about it or it's you have to pl almost play everything as uh, all or nothing yeah I mean uh, I would agree with the last one because you look at our conference and and um, it's a uh, it's a it's a balanced conference this year I would say but um, you know the top teams Q pack um, if, if you look at those teams it's going to be tough to to win the ECAC tournament um, and so yeah that that makes those three games that we have left now against ACU and then you know whoever's after that so much more important because as you said, there's basically two ways to get into the tournament, and um, you know we can't be slacking. Um, those are those are big games for us, and we need we need all uh, the points we can get here. One last thing: you guys normally have quality goaltending in Jake Keeley. This is a tournament where there are four really excellent goalies. Do you have to play a little bit of a different style when you're facing this kind of goalie? Um. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we talked about, uh, you know, um, the court and how, how he's playing, and I think he's an excellent puck mover, so we're just going to try to keep pucks away from him, obviously. We know that that's not a secret. He's an excellent goalie. He knows how to play the puck extremely well, and, and like you said, all four goalies, is you know, they're, they're all excellent goaltenders and ex excellent college hockey goaltenders, but um, I wouldn't say it changes the game. We, you know, um, we, we're just trying to take time and space away from him and, and get bodies in front of him, and I think we'll be fine. One last question for people in this area of the country that might not be familiar with your team. What kind of game can we expect from your guys? Um, you know, we we identify as a blue-collar team, uh, hardworking. Um, you know, we we're a very grounded team. Um, we don't have a lot of, you know, I wouldn't say we have any superstars on our team if you look at our roster. But I think we're a very balanced lineup, and we're a proud hockey club. And um, you know, um, we have the attitude that we're going to work hard. We can beat uh, any team in this league. 
Thank you very much for joining us. Good luck this weekend, and uh, we'll see you during the weekend. Thanks for having me. In today's odor elimination, sanitizing, and deodorizing market, air spaces and fabrics are treated with very aggressive, highly toxic, and often very dangerous but cheap chemical-based solutions. These chemicals have harmful residues and pollutants that can impact your health and the well-being of those around you. This is the bad news. The good news is there's something better. That something is OxyPal. OxyPal is a fast-growing company based in Phoenix, Arizona, with franchises opening across North America. OxyPal has developed a way to eliminate, not mask or disguise, all organic-based odors in any airspace or on any fabric surface with ozone, also called trioxygen. Ozone is present in the atmosphere, and it is what protects our planet, our environment, and every living thing on Earth. Through years of research and development, OxyPal has perfected a way to harness and apply this powerful solution to purify airspaces and fabric surfaces safely and effectively, eliminating all organic bacteria, viruses, mold, fungi, and allergens on the molecular level. OxyPal has designed and perfected many next-generation and evolutionary alternative products and services safe for people, pets, and our planet. The solutions offered by OxyPal are stronger, safer, non-toxic, and a great value. Visit our website and online store today at www.oxypal.com. On our website, you can make a service appointment, buy products, or learn more about us and our great franchising opportunities. And we're here with another edition of College Hockey Southwest Weekly and our coverage of the Devon Classic. And we're here with one of the captains of the Clarkson Golden Knights, Devin Brousseau. Uh, Devin, your first trip to the desert, what do you think? It's beautiful. Yeah, I came down uh, yesterday um, in the plane there and could see the, the mountains and the landscape. Uh, it's quite different from upstate New York, tell you that. And uh, guys are enjoying the weather, even though I've been told it's one of the coldest it's, it's ever been at this time of year. So, um, no, it, it's, been, it's been fun already. Did you ever think you would be here to be playing in a college hockey tournament? No, um, I don't. Uh, I mean, ever since Arizona State's been um, in the league, you kind of you kind of wish you're going to play there. And uh, to be invited to Desert Classic was uh, was super fun. And um, I think we got the news last year, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and been looking forward to it since. Okay. Uh, you guys had a long break since you played your last game. Uh, you had the Christmas break where most players go home for the. Uh, did you do anything specific or different or special to get prepared for that long break and the long trip here? Um, not really. I mean, uh, you know, we, we usually go head into that break with um, um, good workout sheets and try to follow those. And, uh, you know, if I'd, I had to say something, I probably hopped on, uh, including the other guys, but we probably hopped on the ice a little more than we were used to on break. Uh, you know, we told guys to t try to touch the ice as much as you can, uh, even, even though you kind of want to get away with it. But, um, you know, we, we know this is a big tournament for us as a team and want to be as much ready as possible. And, uh, you know, we had a good, good hard practice today and um, uh, to be ready. Um, as you get ready to play in this tournament, um, in your couple of years at Clarkson, have you seen a tournament where the teams, all four teams, were ranked this high? I have not. Um, that's, I mean, that's just going to, it kind of increases the c competition level. Um, makes us look forward to it even more, but uh, you know, um, as we said, we're, we're kind of heading this tournament with uh, 
you know, strong mentality, knowing that uh, all three teams we, we, can, we can face during the tournament are uh, great teams. And, um, you know, we got to take advantage of that, especially as a team. And it's going to be huge for the polls as well. Um, when we see you play tomorrow and Saturday, what should we look for from your game? Um, I think we're a team that uh, kind of defensively minded first. Um, we're a very hardworking team. We stick to our game plan, and um, you know we, be we believe we have the skill to compete against any team in college hockey. So I uh, try to use that our advantage. But uh, mostly, like I said, we we try to limit our mistakes and just play a sound game. When you coach started to get you guys prepared for this tournament, I'm sure they look at the same things that most of us look at. Four good goalies in this tournament. Doesn't matter what team you're playing, you're going to be facing a goalie that can steal two games or win two games basically by themselves. Do you have to do anything where you say to yourself, hey, guys, we have to make sure we do this or we have to make sure we do that because we're not going to get any cheapies? Yeah, I think uh, the big thing is you can ask any team. We're going to want, we're going to, want to have to traffic in front of their, their netminder. Um, you know, we talk a lot about uh, you talk about four, four good goalies in this tournament. Uh, I believe we have one of the best as well, and uh, like you said, and so we talk to him a lot, and, um, you know, what, what bothers him, will most likely bother the others. So he said a lot of traffic, just uh, getting the goalie's head, puts lot, put lots of puck on net from every angle, and uh, just try to break him down like that. All right, well, Devin, good luck this Thank you weekend. very much. Appreciate Glad it. to have you. We'll be watching you, and uh, good luck. Thank you. And we're back with another edition of College Hockey Southwest Weekly and our coverage of the 2018 Desert Classic. We're here with Clarkson goaltender Jake Kiley. And Jake, welcome to the Desert Southwest. And did you ever think you'd be playing a college hockey tournament in Arizona? <laughs> when I was growing up, no, I didn't think so. And then I was just happy that we got in the schedule last year. So happy to be here. Um, when you went away for the break, since you guys haven't played in about three weeks, uh, when you had that break and you knew you were going to have the long trip here, did you as a goalie make different preparations than you might normally have because you were going to go a long time without playing? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, you know, in the past couple of years, we've had a little bit longer time to, you know, get prepared for the games that we were playing. And so coming down here, you know, after a long first half playing a lot of games, for me especially, it was more so just about getting the mind right and, you know, making sure that the body and, and the head is rested and all of that. So, you know, I think that we just, you know, prepared as we usually do, just did our lifts, our on-ice um, skates and stuff like that, and then just getting here, touching the puck a couple times uh, the past two days, and then, you know, just getting a morning skate in tomorrow I think was uh, was what was really necessary. Um, when you come into a tournament like this where all teams are as highly ranked as they are, does it do anything to your mindset? Does it amp, amp it up a little bit? Does it uh, change maybe that you're going to be even more intense than normal, or do you just try to keep it at that level? Uh, just try to keep it at that consistent level. But, you know, playing in a tournament, there's always something on the line. Um, you know, you're obviously playing for a championship, but at the same time in college, you're always playing for pair-wise and, you know, playing for those points that matter so much. Um, so, you know, there's definitely a level that's that's amped up to it, but I think that we're all kind of focused on Arizona State tomorrow and then, you know, figuring it out from there. But you know, these two games are so huge for us down the stretch that I think everybody's kind of bringing a little bit more intensity this week. Um, one of the other unique things about this tournament this weekend is not 
only are all four teams ranked. Um, but all four goalies are top-level elite college hockey goalies. Does that give you that much more from a personal standpoint? I want to I want to show that I'm as good as these guys. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know that's the fun thing about being a college goalie is you get to know a lot of them. Um, and you know I don't personally know all these guys out here, but um, you know there's definitely healthy competition between goalies, and it's always fun to go out and you know play and try to beat the guy that's across from you, not even the team, just just the goalie that's at the other end. Um, so I'm really excited this weekend to be playing some high end comp competition and you know to get that true high level of competition um one last question is kind of a sidebar people Mm -hmm. here you play for the golden knights did they ever think to you you guys playing vegas (laughs) i was actually i was walking around my gym back home and i was hoping that nobody thought that i was a las vegas player (laughs) because i had my golden knight shirt on but uh but no i haven't heard that one yet but I'm, i'm still waiting for it Right, well, best of luck to you this weekend. Thank you. Uh, we look forward to watching all the goalies in this tournament, mm-hmm. yourself included, and hopefully uh, we'll see some high-quality hockey and some high-quality goaltending. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Behind the Mask Hockey Shop, celebrating 25 years of exceptional service to the Arizona hockey community, offering the top brands and an educated staff of hockey players to help you choose the right gear for you. Visit any one of our three Valley locations or check us out online at BehindTheMask.com. And we're here with another edition of College Hockey Southwest Weekly's coverage of the 2018 Desert Classic. We're here with uh, Coach Casey Jones of the Clarkson Golden Knights. And Coach, when we saw you before the practice today, you talked about having some more stuff to plan. Was that partially because you guys had such a long break and had such an unusually long trip? Oh, what we're doing more to, more so than anything else is we're we're coming off. We've been banged up, so we're trying to get our, our medical reads on who's uh, who's available. So get our lines together. So we've got some guys haven't played in a while that uh, that are good players. That uh, you know we it gave a lot of opportunity for other guys first half. So it's it's brought our team along. I think put us in a good place in the second half. But it is what it is. We're waiting for uh, you know Rick and uh, and uh, Jake to take a good look at them to to, to hey look at they're they're going to be good to go so we get some lines set for practice. Um. This was an unusually long trip for you guys. Um, how did you guys end up making this trip from here? You know, what we did was uh, we have a lot of guys have to fly to campus to get back, so we gave them the opportunity to meet us meet us here. So that was a little over half the team. I'm going to say 14, 15 of our players just flew right here. A lot of them with their families, you know, they got in, so they get in there. And the, the guys that were driving in close to campus, which uh, you know, big part of our recruiting at uh, at Clarkson is we get some players close proximity to our campus. You know, with Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal areas are heavy recruiting for us. Even some guys from that area though did fly out early with their families. So we had about 10 come back with us that flew out on the 26th. Uh, so they had to get back. Maybe they get back uh, eight or 10 o'clock on Christmas night. They, but it was a short travel for them to get back on campus, and we flew out. Uh, but uh, the day was long. It was. Uh, it, we ended up the second flight there. We didn't get back. Uh, didn't get in as early as we thought. We get in. We get in a little after eight o'clock, which is ten o'clock our time. So uh, we've got one practice under our belt, ready to go. So it is what it is. But it's uh, you know I I think it's more valuable for our guys to to be home from a, a mental standpoint, to be with their family around the holidays and all that, than it is for one extra practice for a tournament. I'll be honest with you. When you guys scheduled this tournament, I believe it was last year. Did you ever think you would be playing in a college hockey tournament out here? Well, when Greg came and played us, he kept calling back, 
because we we told him we'd reciprocate and come back out, but he kept calling us and going, "Hey, you know, October, November." I'm going, "No, we're coming when it's cold." <laughs> so, so this was a good option. We were we were thinking either now or January, February when it's cold back home. So we're going to take advantage of uh, of getting out for a weekend or three or four days into the into the nice Arizona weather. Um, in your recollection, do you recall seeing an in-season tournament where you had all four teams ranked like this? No, it's it's you know it's it's nice. It's a nice opportunity. You know, like uh, one thing that uh, that I've done and I've made sure I've done at Clarkson is uh, is we like to play the best of the best non-conference. Uh, we we get after it. You know, we've had uh, you know like we did it last year. We went to Western. We uh, played Providence, and uh, we've had Lowell, and um, you know we were at uh, at Minnesota. You know, we just had a, it was a barrage of teams, and you want to do that because you you want to you want to recruit the best. You want players that want to come and play against the best. So it's it's a little bit of our mantra how we want to go it and and it just worked out this year with it you know with uh we knew that greg with his program was coming so we knew when we come out here to play him after we played him when they were initial startup was going to be a whole different ball of wax for us when we the next time we played him uh we could see what they're getting in their recruiting and that so uh it is what it is but it's a nice opportunity here for for all four teams to to be visible and be seen it's, it's getting great coverage so it's an exciting uh, an exciting event for us um we speak about the teams being ranked, not just any team that's going to be ranked is going to have good goaltending, but this tournament looks like it has exceptional goaltending. Does that add some pressure to the competition and to the mindset of every team in this tournament? Well, I, I just think it's hard enough to score as it is, right? And uh, now you got now you got big bodies back there that that are good and that, that have carried a uh, you know like uh, I think Mankato is probably the youngest kid I think is I'm, I'm you know from that perspective but they actually I think Duluth too is it but like I just know that we've we've got a veteran and I know that uh, Arizona State's got a veteran and uh, they played a lot of minutes so you're you're gonna have to make their job hard you know if you if you stay on the perimeter and you let them see all the shots and all that they're they're gonna they're gonna make it real real hard on you and night real it's gonna be a real difficult night for you so we know going in that uh, so way it is we face our guy in the, in uh, practice every day um, you know I think we were getting better offensively you know we lost a big chunk of our offense uh, in the offseason to uh, to NHL contracts so we, we bring in along a, a young crew with that and I think we're making good headway with that right now last question coach when the Arizona hockey fan watches this tournament this weekend what should we look for from your team well, I think, uh, you know, I think we play the game the right way. I think we're disciplined, you know, and knock on wood with that. But I think we uh, we get after it hard. Uh, we like to play fast. I think the game is in a great spot right now with going north and going north quickly. Uh, so I think we can make plays. You know, for us, it's uh, it's that's that's how we want to be. We want to be a team that manages pucks real well, and that we want to be difficult to defend. We have a lot of movement in that. So that's where we're coming. You know, I thought we've made stretches of it in the first half. We looked really good at it uh, with, uh, with a lot of our inexperience. And we had a ton of inexperience experience start the year on the back end is where we lost a lot of minutes we had three seniors and then we you know we're coming in we have a lot of guys with that haven't played a lot of minutes so it's uh, that's where we uh, had to come and we had to get the confidence to play the right way because we want them to be extremely active so it takes confidence to get active back there and we're starting to see the uh, fruits of that labor you know it's we knew the first half was going to be a trial and error for us because of the amount of freshmen a lot of nights five six freshman forwards playing it was just going to be that way try to find ways to score so um, we're hoping the second half here we can get up it's tough competition to start here but just to use that first half that get a lot of guys got experience because of our injuries and and hopefully we can uh we can have a fun second half here with this crew because it's a fun team to coach well coach thank welcome to the desert scott and, appreciate uh, it good luck we'll be watching uh, very intently this weekend and uh, best of luck to you in the yeah, rest of the much season much appreciate it thanks scott in today's odor elimination sanitizing and deodorizing market 
Air spaces and fabrics are treated with very aggressive, highly toxic and often very dangerous but cheap chemical-based solutions. These chemicals have harmful residues and pollutants that can impact your health and the well-being of those around you. This is the bad news. The good news is there's something better. That something is OxyPal. OxyPal is a fast-growing company based in Phoenix, Arizona, with franchises opening across North America. OxyPal has developed a way to eliminate, not mask or disguise, all organic-based odors in any airspace or on any fabric surface with ozone, also called trioxygen. Ozone is present in the atmosphere, and it is what protects our planet, our environment, and every living thing on Earth. Through years of research and development, OxyPal has perfected a way to harness and apply this powerful solution to purify airspaces and fabric surfaces safely and effectively, eliminating all organic bacteria, viruses, mold, fungi, and allergens on the molecular level. OxyPal has designed and perfected many next-generation and evolutionary alternative products and services safe for people, pets, and our planet. The solutions offered by OxyPal are stronger, safer, non-toxic, and a great value. Visit our website and online store today at www.oxypal.com. On our website, you can make a service appointment, buy products, or learn more about us and our great franchising opportunities. All right, folks, welcome back to the uh, wrap-up of the longest day in hockey, I'm calling it, here at Gila River Arena. We've been through so many different people that I'm not sure I remember names or faces anymore, Paul, but we had a chance to sit down with all four of the coaches, all of the captains, and all of the goaltenders in this great desert hockey classic. Well, and it's one thing you can tell, the excitement in their voices. They're really looking forward to playing. Uh, not just the fact that they've all been on breaks and can't wait to get back onto the ice, but you can tell as the competition level increases as a competitor, you can't wait to get out there. And you can hear it in just about everybody's voice that they're very excited to be out here for this tournament, especially with the level of competition. You know, and two things that I noticed right off the get-go. First of all, what a great group of kids. Every one of them, to a man, was, was just a joy to interview and visit with. In addition to that, um, all of them were... We're excited, generally excited to be here in the desert. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cold for us, but uh, they all loved it, right? I mean, cold they, for you. Yeah, cold for me, not for you. <laughs> but the, uh, the folks here absolutely loved uh, being here, all the players, all the coaches. The hospitality has been excellent for them. Uh, we want to thank everybody at, uh, at Sun Devil Hockey and at ASU for putting on the event. Uh, it went away for a couple of years, well, once up in Prescott. And then uh, last year when they were down at the uh, Ice Vegas Invitational and out in Pittsburgh, so they just didn't play it. But now uh, that it's back, we're excited to see all four of these teams, and tomorrow it starts for real. Right, and you're not, like I said, you're not going to get a better uh, group of teams, uh, uh, probably a very diverse team. Uh, we saw Clarkson out on the ice, and they look like a really big team. So I can yeah. see them uh, really trying to make sure no matter who they play, that they're putting two or three guys in front of the net and, 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 and getting those, as we like to call them, garbage goals or dirty goals okay. and, 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 and winning games that way. And that's the way they should play, especially if the size is their advantage. 
Absolutely. So that'll wrap up another edition, the second of our six podcast slash webcasts. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, first of all, and foremost, our uh, presenting sponsor, which is the College Bar and Grill. Of course, ASU owned and operated and located at 502 South College Avenue in downtown Tempe. Also have uh, a shout out to our friends down at Behind the Mask and, and Randy X will be in his crew down there for all your help uh, with their three locations in Scottsdale, Gilbert, Peoria, Randy, of course, an old goaltender caters to the goaltender, but everything that you ever need for hockey is available right there at Behind the Mask. also want to thank our friends at OxyPow, Super Embroidery and Screen Printing, Peoria Ford, the Kozak Cut Goalie Stick, Lift, the Devil's Hockey Shop, and Oceanside Ice Arena. Couldn't do it without you guys. Look forward to seeing you for podcast number three, four, five, and six. So, Check out IcetimeHockeySW.com and, and get all your information right there. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Follow, <laughs> follow us on, on YouTube, and you can get all your hockey action right here in the desert southwest. So for my co-host, Paul Hornstein, I'm Scott Strandy, sitting in with the out Tom Callahan, our, uh, our guy from uh, – vacationing in buffalo who vacations in buffalo I, come on tom in, Je- in december in january <laughs> i don't know all right we'll look forward to having uh, having tom back and in the meantime uh have a have a good safe evening and join us again tomorrow <laughs>